Stefan and Matt. We're an interracial couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to our friendly world. Better, stronger, together. Welcome back, beautiful friends. Hello. <laughs> every time, every time. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. You know, lately, I've really been into defining friendship. Like, what is it? We started with Muhammad Ali. So, here's another, my version, my own definition. I'll do that every week, probably. Okay. It's a combination of generosity and intimacy. That could be one explanation of what friendship is. How do you show up? How do you think you show up in every relationship? There are friendship relationships, love relationships, which is actually friendship too. I love, I love, love, love you guys. You know, it's not sexual, <laughs> but it's still a love relationship. If you go to our website, there's the Ikigaya Friendship Workbook that I have for you guys. So go to our website, ourfriendlyworldpodcast.com. It's free. It has my paintings on it. You can print it out and fill it out. It's like your own personal workbook on developing what you want out of life. Like what kind of relationships, what kind of friendships you want in your life. Taking everything and realizing what you have and what it's all about putting it all together in concrete form you know what i'm saying you're yes. just staring at me okay <sighs> so how do we show up how do we show up in every relationship and what value do we offer basically i mean this sounds kind of superficial because you know we always tell you about the number one friend number two friend and number three friend based on aristotle's nicomachean ethics however it is good to be one of those friends all the time. I mean, we all go through our ups and downs, but being the kind of person people like to hang out with, basically, right? Right. That's one of our goals. Being thoughtful on how you make another person feel. If someone is seeking those two things out in you and that's it, that's not the true friend. However, they are important. So... If a person is only hanging out with you because of how you make them feel and they're hanging out with you because of what they're getting from you, that is not true friendship. But there are valid qualities. There are valid things in a friendship. Based on those two things, you're not going to have that true, true friend. That's not the meaning of the true friend. But... But those are two valid qualities. Well, I, I think that sometimes on your way to the true friend, you pass through these other levels too. You know, you're, you're friends with somebody because they can get you something or, and then that gradually develops into something deeper. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's the thought. Okay. Um, all right. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I'm having trouble concentrating. What did you say? <laughs> oh, dear. Sorry. I said sometimes you, you pass through these levels of friendship on your way to a true friendship. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's true. I remember I told you the, okay, we, Dr. Cott, who was our dentist for our kids. When we first moved to this one area, he was like, how, how is it? Cause he knew about our whole friendship thing. And I'm like, yeah, you know, mm. he said something very interesting. He said, there are transition friends. There are friends who meet you when you first come to a place they're not necessarily going to be your forever friends, but they welcome you in and that's their job only. And then they let you go in some manner. You like right. you, you go in different directions, but they're like, I forgot the term he used for it, but like they basically are your starter friends. <laughs> <laughs> they welcome you in. They're like greeters. Mm -hmm. They're greeters in your life. Right. And then you both move on. Well, yeah, oftentimes, like when you start to get to know somebody, you think you have a lot in common with them and then you have zip. And and maybe well, yeah. even you have diametrically opposed views on things, which is not, which makes it so you can't be friends. Or in my case, a lot of the times I'm like a dog who's like, oh, I'll jump on you and like lick your face and <laughs> say I love you so much, you know, because I fall in love so easily. You know, I love people mostly. And then there have been so many times where we've met someone. I'm like, yay. And we're both talking and they're sharing things and I'm sharing things. And it's a rapid fire, like total, like fast. Every, everything is being said fast. And we think we have so much in common. And it's happened so many times where Matt will like grab my arm a little bit. And he's like, honey, I don't think you're talking about the same thing. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> but I'm but, but I'm still you can't stop me so I keep going right mm -hmm. and I'm like yeah 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 and then the person's like yeah 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 but we're totally talking about opposite viewpoints and the other each person is thinking that they're thinking like them so like for example I don't know when was the last time this happened I, I'm more careful now um but like I don't know. What was it? It could have been politics or something, right? Where was we? Where was Where I? Where was we? Where was we? We were... One of the big times that happened, I think, was, was in Washington State. And this was when we were developing the whole friendship concept and we were talking to a lot of people. We met some woman and she was talking and she was in, op in opposition to everything I stood for, right? Whether it's talking about human rights... Um, everything but I thought she was like me and I'm like oh my god we have so much in common oh my god oh my god and she thought the same thing and you were like uh, uh, you were watching and listening and you're like honey you, you kept whispering honey we're not talking about the same thing we're not you said something like that <laughs> and part of my spirit said uh oh but the other one was non-stop like I was on the train until it like Love Island, like I found my best friend. Right. I'm not going to let it go. Until the end of the conversation, I was like, oh, man. And I think the other person came to the same conclusion at the same time and we parted ways. So why am I saying this? <laughs> but whatever. So anyway, getting what? what no, were we say? were talking about the level one, level two friends. Don't discredit that. Don't say that that's not necessarily friendship because sometimes it is sometimes it, is. it isn't but sometimes it is it is and the whole point to remember is the lifelong true friend forever friend is what we're talking about 
Well, that's the ultimate goal. That's our ultimate goal. That's our true art of friendship right there. But today we're trying to honor those other two aspects of friendship that are more superficial. Right. So I'm trying to bring some importance to it also because I've always dissed it. I've always been like, that's not the true friend. That's not the true with the air quotes. So like, don't even bother. So what I'm saying is, no, have fun, but it's not your true love. Right. You're dating. You're not committing. Yeah. Just have a good time. (laughs) But just know that that's what it is. So you don't get your feelings hurt later. Right. This goes in business. This goes in love relationships. And this goes in the art of friendship. Same thing. And I guess that's how business operates is what are you bringing to the table? That's the bottom line. What are you bringing to the table? Whereas the number three friend is, look, I just love you regardless of what you do or don't do. That's it. I love you as, as a human person. I, I love you as a creature. I, I love you as a living being. No judgment, no expectations. Pure love, unconditional. Right. That's the number three friend. So I keep hearing people talk about like different things, like different levels. There's the personal level, there's the professional level, there's the universal level of friendship, of, of real, of really, everything. Of everything. And they were talking about like currency, like not the way we talk about currency, but like been seeing this pop up in talks now. It's interesting. So <sighs> what I really want to talk about is intimacy and the whole generosity and intimacy thing. So yesterday I went out with my friend Tracy and I'm like, so how did you become friends with this group of women that you're talking about? So now they live in different states, Mm -hmm. but they still have a very beautiful bond and they keep in touch and it's very sweet. Like it's a total beautiful, strong bond. I'm like, how did you guys become friends? So she told me how it all started and it started in a, like a mom, new mom's group. So it doesn't matter what it was, but it was a little group, right? Right. And I guess they met on Facebook to exchange info like, hey, let's meet here on this day, blah, blah, blah. Tracy doesn't do Facebook, didn't do Facebook back then. So she's like, okay, for you, I'm going to get on Facebook. I'll start an account today. (laughs) So she did. (laughs) And so this is what she was telling me. This Mm -hmm. was a few years ago. And so... She did that and she realized, okay, they meet like, I don't know, maybe once a week or maybe once a month. So she went up to them. She's like, how do I see more of you? I want to see more of you. I'm like, Tracy, that is such a beautiful thing to say. That is incredibly generous because, and it's also a form of exposing not only intimacy, but exposing your vulnerability to say, how do I do this? I want to hang out with you. How do I see more of you? Like, who does that? It's kind of like how you asked me out on our first date, Matt. It's like, I was so used to guys saying, hey, you want to hang out for coffee? You want to get some coffee? You want to hang out? Right, where there's an ambiguity to it. Like, what is it? Yeah, exactly. That's a perfect word for it, ambiguity. Well, in the same token, something that drives me like absurd, 
and I've, I've seen it enacted in movies and I know people use this line, but they're like, you're so beautiful. I could just kiss you because they're looking for the woman to say that would be lovely. I don't know. It's again, it's, it's a hedge of the bat. It's, it's, I'm not going to put myself out there Mm -hmm. completely. I'm just gonna, I'm going to protect myself at every step of the way and be able to say, Oh no, I was just kidding or whatever silly, ridiculous thing you say. It's very cowardly. So when Matt asked me out, first of all, I, I got scared because he said As my well, name. As well, you should. Well, he said, well, I got scared because he said my name. Juan? Yes, just like that. And I, I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, what did I do? I felt like I was being called into the principal's office. You know, like See, fun. that's the way to ask somebody out. Make them terrified. Oh, wait, no. Well, you Absolutely broke, not. You broke my key because I knew immediately, uh-oh, something's different here. Something is coming. Something is different. This is not the casual hangout. You're about to spring something on me. Because like, we do I casually have... hung out, but literally as friends. So, so you you like, you startled me. I'm like, uh-oh, what? So I was all ears. I was like, what? And you're like, I like you. Which, tell, tell them what you said. Do you remember? Vaughn. 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 <laughs> I like you. I want to go out with you. What do you think? Boom, boom, boom. It was shocking. As well it should it be. It was because I was so used to uh, the half-assed boys. <laughs> like, you want to hang out for coffee? Use the whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the language. Uh, but yeah, so the, it was it was bold. It was very, um, it was, there was no ambiguity. Am, ambigu- how do you say ambiguity. that? There was no ambiguity. I can't say that word. There was, it was very clear, very, very clear. I had no question, no doubt, like, oh my God, he's asking me out on a date. Same thing works in friendship. So I like what Tracy did. She just went up to these people and said, wow, I really like you. How do I see more of you? Right. Right. And she kept at it because I don't think that group was totally cohesive and like uh, mindfully doing things a certain way every week, like being together. And I think from my own pers- from my perspective and outside perspective, listening to this story, I think it was her generosity and her vulnerability showing that this could be, this is an intimate thing, like a beautiful, intimate friendship that she's offering. Right. And, and she's, it's such a great compliment to say, how do I see more of you? I mean, yet, wow. A compliment, yes, but also they could have said no or why or they could have made her feel but you know what? two inches tall. Who would say that? Only some little kids that are so insecure, like elementary school, junior high and high school. And all that comes from a total state of being always raw and insecure that you're so worried about every ridiculous thing you're worried about whatever they're worried about image do you know what i'm saying right only some ignorant fool would say no to someone wonderful coming up and saying how do i see more of you you guys are great Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. But again, you're right. It plays into the kind of, I used to call it high school cool versus college cool because they're two very different things. 
What's the difference? College cool to me is like really cool. Like almost like I don't care what anybody thinks kind of thing without being aggressive about it. Mm -hmm. Whereas high school cool felt like there was an established hierarchy and you fit, you slotted somewhere into this established hierarchy and that's how quote unquote cool you were. It's like prison. I mean, it's horrible. Like junior high, high school for me was not a good time. Right. Like I was tripping out on all these, like what you said, the hierarchy, like where did that come from right. all of a sudden? And one hierarchy. It's not like there it's was like so... multiple levels or anything. You either existed in the hierarchy or you were outside of society. Where does that come from? Because it comes from such a place that is lacking of love and compassion. Like why did that suddenly come about in these groups at that age? I don't understand it. I want to say it's very primitive, but I don't know what primitive is. Primitive could have been a very lovely society. You know, I don't like the word civilized. I think only colonists use that term, and I hate that. I don't use that term civilized. What's what's the word we said was better the other day? Uh, dignified. Dignified? It's it's not dignified. It's, what is that? It's horrible. Yes. It is so stripped of compassion and love like i said so anyway if someone does say no i don't want to hang out with you well thank you for letting me know i know who you are now and i know not to go that way right (laughs) so move on right and you're not assuming anything that's that's kind of my big thing is i like all my conversations to be very explicit and this came from a very early age where uh, I thought I was dating this girl, but her friend clearly let me know, no, you're not until you make it painfully clear. Then right. you're not, you're not doing anything mm-hmm. jerky. And, you know, this was told to like my 15 year old self. And guess what? Message received. Thank you. I mean, is this the same, Matt? I was friends with this guy. We were friends and I thought I was clear that there's nothing romantic between us. We never kissed. We never touched. And it wasn't. There was nothing romantic about us being together. Right. But in his mind, it was. And then he moved away. And all I know is, like, all of a sudden, like, he's buying a house for us. Like, he's looking for a house. I'm like, what? And that, like, it it was scary. I'm like, whoa. Never talk to this person again. Because what kind of communication is that? Like, they had... Right. That's a a whole other thing. It it, it feels like they were just develop their own stories in their heads and there you go and or they talk things over with their friends went through again the same similar thing in high school where i could swear i saw all these signs that said you know things and then you know what then what are you talking about i thought this girl liked me oh okay and you know i thought that there were signs everywhere that pointed me right at it so i asked her out no big deal completely and utterly wrong completely and utterly wrong, which is why I, I tell people I don't believe in signs. I do. I believe in signs. Why are you with me? Be- <laughs> the signs like Because I too. said Bon. <laughs> I totally believe in signs. You still don't believe in signs? Is that why you looked at me the way you did the other day? On Friday, I come home. I'm like, <gasps> I got lottery tickets because I kept seeing all these signs. Like they were outrageous. These signs that kept happening in one hour. And so I went and bought lottery tickets. 
And you just stared at me with this cold stare. <laughs> Is that what that was about? I don't know what was going through my head. You looked not enchanted. <laughs> you were and not there pleased. you have it. I'm always enchanting. But anyway, can we get back to intimacy and what that means now? Like, Uh-oh. I think that's the next step. So being authentic, right? The art of vulnerability. When you are, we talked about this last time on the last episode, the art of knowing your weakness leads you to be able to be vulnerable without getting hurt. When you own yourself, when you have, when you pull yourself together, when your energy isn't leaking in many different directions, Mm -hmm. when you, like Matt says, when you know your inner Popeye, it's the same thing, basically. You know what your weaknesses are. There's no way anyone can uh, make fun of you. I mean, they can make fun of you. No, they can make fun of you. They can make fun of you, but there's no way that it's going to bother you that much. It's like, huh, all right. It's kind of like Cyrano de Bergerac. He knew he had a big nose. And when he was being ridiculed by this guy, was like, you have a big nose. He's like, is that the best you can do? Right? He, there's this whole huge monologue. It's a whole monologue. And he's like, you could have said, uh, what a great sign for a perfumery shop. And when it bleeds, the Red Sea. <laughs> and then here's the funniest part. He ends it with, and you are an ASS. <laughs> for just because of the attack he made on Cyrano was that stupid. Right. Was that insipid? Was that remedial? Was that basic? So basically, when you know your shortcomings, whatever term it is, like your weakness, whatever, it's like nothing can touch you. Right, Matt? Am I wrong? I mean, some things can touch you, you but... You are right, it, but not, in, inside of the scope of Cyrano de Bergerac is a whole other story. It's not going to break you because you own it. You own yourself. You're powerful. Right. And that's how you can lead. You can lead a crowd. You're together. But that's why I literally asked you out the way I did is I asked you out from a place of complete strength, a complete centeredness. I realized it would change our relationship one way or another. But, you know, I took the leap, but I took it with strength. And this is what being authentic is. You're authentically you. And you're expressing how you feel. And you're asking for what you want. You're asking for it. You're not demanding it. You're not imposing yourself on anyone. But you're communicating. This is part of communication. Right. And I think this is a great part of the art of friendship is that you're being authentic. You have that art of vulnerability. And that's how you connect on a deeper level. You open up and you get closer with someone like that. And that's what I wanted to talk about is that being vulnerable like that. Oftentimes when we hear vulnerable, we think, oh, raw, it's going to it's going to destroy us (laughs) when we're vulnerable, naked. You have a wound that's open to other germs and other ways of attack that can destroy you. But when you have love and you are centered pulled together authentic nothing nothing can get you but love and you just grow in love right (laughs) yes and that's how you grow friendship because that's magnetism right there that's what true leaders great leaders have 
is that that sense of comfort, they're comfortable within themselves and they have the energy to look at someone and give them all the grace in the world, all the attention on this one person and do it for everyone they see. And that's what we all crave. I don't care who you are. Everybody needs that like they need air, water, food, and touch. Right? Yes. Yes, to be recognized is a humongously kind of bit of awesomeness. When somebody recognizes you as anything, well, not anything, but, you know, they recognize you as someone who they want to know. You know, there have been a couple of places since we moved where I get that level of recognition. And my goodness, it feels nice. It does. So let's all, we should do, all do this every day. I mean, I'm all, all into it. Like every day I go out, I'm like, who's next? All right. I, I went to a gas station the other day. <laughs> hey, that's my gas station. I know that's your gas station. And I went there <laughs> to get our lottery ticket. <laughs> and I ended up meeting the coolest person behind the counter. And I just was literally just wanting, trying to get a lottery ticket right. and run. Right. And we started talking because she asked me a very... Vulnerable? Well, she asked me a question that no person at a gas station has ever asked me before. <laughs> I'm like, what? What is happening? And so we ended up talking for, I don't know, 45 minutes? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so identify someone. Pick someone to be generous to. Or pick someone to open up to, to connect on a deeper level. Just like look around like everybody's like candy. What candy, what candy should we pick today? And it can be something as basic huh, as asking a coworker what they're up to this weekend, who you wouldn't normally ask and or telling them what you're up to. But the, the assignment and don't think of it as an assignment. Just think of it as something to do. But pick someone to be generous to. How can you be generous? What can you, what can you offer? It could be a cupcake. It could be chocolate. It could be a coffee. It could, be, in some way, be generous. It could be a compliment. It could be anything. Something generous. What would be generous? Okay. Okay. That's it. Do you have anything else to add? Nope. Okay, so, all right. We love you so much. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you in just a few days. Let us know what happens. Okay, talk to you later. Bye, guys. Be well. Wait, Please tell everyone about the podcast. Leave a review, a kind one if you can. And tell everyone to download. Help us with our numbers. Go up. Oh, sorry, that was my throat. <laughs> Did you hear that? <sighs> Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.